See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Hey, all you out there listening intently, this this is, of course, Slow Robot A Go-Go show. What show is this? Oh my god, I don't even know. 312. Um, I'm going to dip into the Kung Fu Theater uh, bank once again, and uh, I'm going to just introduce, we have two different movies for the Kung Fu Theater replays. Um... I have 36 Chambers of Kung Fu and Bruce Kung Fu Girls. Two very different movies with very different things going on in them. I will say I'm hoping uh, to get out of this funk and get back into more regular rotation with my movies um, and deep dive into some really good B-movies and stuff like that. Uh, but I don't, I don't know when that's going to be. Work and life is kind of at a, at a really uh, interesting spot right now where I'm... I don't have enough hours in the day. I'm watching movies, so I do have a few that I'm going to talk about next week. I know for sure I watched Jackie Brown, and I wanted to kind of talk about that uh, next week. And I don't know if I'm going to feature it, but I'm going to—I'll t- definitely talk about it. But um, I will say this week we are going back to the well of kung fu knowledge, um, and uh, you know you're here—you're going to hear some branding for Radio St. Pete. You're going to hear some kung fu theater branding. Uh, but that's the uh, summer reruns, let's just call them. I'm uh, taking a couple weeks off, but while I'm doing that, I do not want to stop uploading shows. So I said, hey, let's uh, let's get some of this good content. And plus, you get to hear our old friend Dr. Morbius back on air. You know, it's uh, he moved back to, uh, you know, Parts Unknown, and it's been a little tough of a haul. But, uh, you know, he's with us in spirit. So here, without any further ado, is 36 Chambers and Bruce Kung Fu Girls, I will be back next week, probably going to talk a little bit about some Tarantino stuff, might watch a couple other ones and see if I can cobble together some kind of a good show for you guys listening at home. I do thank you for listening, and I know I actually have gotten some feedback that that people enjoy the Kung Fu stuff I've been dropping in there, so maybe for a while I'll just do one of the Kung Fu shows and one of my, uh, one movie, like do a a movie and a Kung Fu not sure how this is going to work out yet. I know there's a lot of the Kung Fu theaters. Um, we shall see. All right. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy these two very different Kung Fu classics here on Slow Robot A Go-Go. Up from the 36 Chambers! Of course, that's Wu-Tang that we're not talking about, Wu-Tang. <laughs> uh, we're talking about the movie that influenced the 1990s one of the greatest rap albums ever, which was 36 Chambers from Wu-Tang Clan. Um, and Al, uh, yeah, and, I'm, I'm and Dr. Morgan looking at me like, what's wrong with you? This is, of course, Radio St. Pete's Kung Fu Theater. My name's Mal, with me as always. Oh, wait a minute, Dr. Morbius. Oh, this is Kung Fu Theater. I'm sorry, I thought we were doing Indies. This circuit. is from Parts Unknown. No. I'm sorry, we're doing Indies. I thought, yeah. I, I gotta go. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I didn't know where I was. Yes. You know? I, mean, I was supposed to be in the other studio. Oh, no, that studio is getting deloused. Uh, oh, from my gosh. last show that I did uh, by myself. It, oh. was, it stank. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, you know, anyway. Yes, yeah, so no. here we are. So here we are. This is the, uh, 
if you know our other our other show, of course, the Indie Circuit, which is a Radio St. Pete exclusive, yeah. that's all about crazy independent music. Well, we, mostly Dr. Morbius, then I quickly jumped on the bandwagon, said, hey, we could do a kung fu podcast. Hey! We're not watching enough bad movies. And I said, hey, that's a good idea. Let's add some. And you know, uh, and you know the funniest part about all this? I'm the one who knows the least about kung fu. <laughs> the two of us, but it was my idea. So you go figure. You. Good for you. Yes, Look, there you go. Well, it's a learning experience. It's a learning experience. Sure. Learn as you talk. And yep. Uh, so and, this uh, is the uh, Radio St. Pete's Kung Fu Theater. Your one-stop Kung Fu shop. And I chose one of the most classic, most iconic, yeah. most notable, recognizable, on everyone's top ten Kung Fu list movies ever. And most long, too. Oh, this one does not spare on the minutes, let me tell you. Uh, I don't mind it. I didn't mind it, though. Uh, it no, is, I didn't. It is one of the longest kung fu movies ever made. Uh, it was like two two hours and 35 minutes or something. No, like no. That. I, I, I clocked it in at 154. I didn't feel it. wasn't 2.30. Okay. I mean, maybe I watched the short version of it. I don't know. <laughs> you watched, there was no intermission. In you between. watched the cut-down version. Yeah. The, yeah, the Tarantino version yeah, has like the, six intermissions. There's only 32 channels. And an organ guy playing. Yeah, the, right. And his little Morgan Grinder monkey. Yeah. And, so know, basically, that. yes. Uh, 36th, 36th chamber of Shaolin. It's hard to say. It is it? hard to say. Uh, and I was like, wow, this is a great movie. I had seen it before, but I don't think I ever... I think when I saw it, I didn't pay attention to what it was at the time. Like, sometimes you just watch a movie. Like, you can just sit down and watch Citizen Kane or King Kong and not even know or care about the relevance within the genre. I, yeah. And I, um, the first time I watched this many, many years ago when I was a kid, I didn't... It was just a great. We watched kung it fu. on Kung Fu Theater on and Saturday was, afternoon. TV you know, just or a great kung fu movie, you know. And you go and go, yeah, that was awesome. And and then and then only later do you realize, wow, that was, you know, one of the greatest ones but, made. But see, I, that's what I've read. Okay, I've read. I'm, I've read no, I mean, I I agree with you, and 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 it's certain aspect because, like I said, you know, you've watched a lot more of these movies than I have. But I always thought the greatest kung fu movie of all time was Enter the Dragon. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, no. I don't mean this is the greatest one. No, like, but I mean in, in fandom, it's in all, fandom it's, circles. Yeah, this I'm... is definitely top ten material. Like, uh, you know, uh, obviously, End of the Dragon, um, you know, even like Half a Loaf of Kung Fu. There are some movies that kind of keep coming up. The, you know, of course, Master of the Flying Guillotine. Yeah, that one uh, You know, know, there's a lot of them that kind of keep coming up as very good examples. Well-made, well-acted, great movies, you know. And then this one usually makes the list of top tens. You know, if you should watch this if you care. Well, the, you know. the the one that I watched back in the theaters back in seventy whatever was uh, Five Fingers of Death, and to me, to me that was the that was the one that set the standard for it's a good one kung fu movies. You yeah, know, this was from seventy eight, so this is like years yeah. later. This is Shaw Brothers, so the production values are higher. Yep. Well, and the Five Deadly Venoms is another one that's okay. very popular, kind of along the same uh, vein, where it's okay. uh, that has the of course you know each. Each one of the mercenaries is, has their own gig. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. oh, he's the frogman. Oh, he's the lizard killer. Oh, that's the dragon like the guy. Magnificent yeah. Seven or something. Same like stuff. That. You know, these all these genres homage the hell out of each other. <laughs> you know, so uh, uh, so yeah. Tonight we're here to talk about uh, thirty the um, thirty six chambers. Just say, Shao- just say thirty six chambers of Shaolin. It's yeah, okay. yeah. Just, Don't put that in yeah, there. You know? It's so hard. I can't believe it. Um, <laughs> other than length. You know, which this is. This is one of the longer ones that's around. What did you think about it? What was your initial impressions? Okay, I'll give you. I'll be. I'll be blunt and brutally honest. At huh? first, it was like, 
okay, yeah, you know, it's standard. And then it was like, wow, when they when he gets into Kung Fu Boot Camp is what I like to refer <laughs> to it, basically. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's like, okay, they really go into all the training. And it was like, you know, I, I, always, I felt it could have been edited a little bit but then after that ended and get into the third act then i got into it gotcha. a lot more and, you know, and it took a while for this me. one takes its time sometimes they feel very rushed sometimes you're like wait what and then he's back fighting the evil villain at the end you know and that, those are the the shorter ones the what that's kind of what we're almost used to yeah uh yeah, hero yeah. faces tragedy or goes on a journey hero uh learns something about himself hero confronts evil Basically. I mean that's very that 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 is about ninety eight percent of all kung fu movies. But you said uh, something. But you said something interesting on the last show that you, you when you watch a, a martial arts movie or kung fu or whatever, if there's gunplay in it, you don't consider it direct, uh, strict martial arts. No, well I don't I don't it it looks weird to me. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Like because a Seagal it, movie will have gunplay in it. Right. Like Chuck Norris. Will I don't immediately say this isn't a kung fu movie. It's just one of the things where I'm like, uh, I don't it's know. It ruins like, it for you a little bit. It looks bit. odd to me. It looks off. It looks off-putting. Um, I like it mo- more when when they pull weapons or they they can use weapons, of course, but it's yes, it seems more natural or more uh, yeah that, at yeah. home without guns. Um, now, do you do you have a pre- preference for either the the you know the older you know like in this movie it was set in the olden times or the modern kung fu? Do you have? Oh, like, I like the older stuff. Um, you like the period pieces. Yeah, I do like the period pieces. I think they kind of put a lot more attention to like the setting and the feel and the stuff like that. Like modern ones, although they're more action, they are more like 80s action films, you know, um which for modern audiences, of course, they're probably way more um visually appealing and stuff like that. And I don't dislike them, but I like the older ones better just cuz it's it feels like it's supposed to. It moves like it's supposed to. Like, it's classic. It's cool. You know, okay. um, new stuff is very jacked up on Mountain Dew and yeah, extreme. You know, uh, I'm, I'm what I mean by old. I mean period pieces as opposed to like both shot, both made in the seventies. But oh, 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 I understand. Like it's like a, like a Shaolin as opposed to like uh, well, Police Story. Jackie yeah. Chan's police story. Or yeah, do you, do you have any preference? I like the older ones. I still do like the ones like the that are set back in the in the yeah in the. I don't know why. I like that they're fighting over gold tails or hmm. or the the honor of a sister and so you know what I mean like it's just kind of cool. Okay. And uh, you know, I don't dislike China, but I think old time China is a little bit nicer <laughs> than modern time China. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, whatever. Again, that's not anything political. That's just. That's just your opinion. Opinion, you know, like you know, older countries kind of have a certain charm to them. They lend to stories like this. They're different. You know? They're yeah. definitely different, and they definitely have their own little, you know. I mean, anyway, I mean, yeah. I was just, I was just wanted. Do you lean this. towards the newer ones? Or I like, think so. Yeah, I think yeah. so. It's kind of cool because not only that, you get to see seventies cars from China. That's what I like. And stuff, like the background stuff is cooler, and you're not going to hear like the ELP ripoff music. <laughs> In a period piece. <laughs> it's true. I mean, well, a badly done period piece, you might. Well, but you might, yeah. Sometimes the, they're, the badly done ones are very I, funny. I being the... Well, we're both exploitation fans. <laughs> I really do like the 70s feel of some of these Hong Kong movies made from that. Because they're, they're just like... 
They they have no shame, which is none which is what I like, whatsoever. Which I like uh, in movies. So anyway, yeah. So one of the the first things that's awesome about this movie is you are introduced to a very young, very muscular Gordon Liu. Whose uh, real name I cannot pronounce. No, he's known to all Western uh, as Westerners as Gordon, Gordon Liu, which you will know, made famous by Kill Bill. He was he was the ma- the master. He right? was the masked guy. Well, first he was Gogo Yubari's one of the Crazy 88s. He was the head guy for that oh. behind the leather mask. Then he played dual roles as Pai Mei. Yeah. In the second story, who was the <laughs> yeah, right. who smacked white, the hell out of yeah, white eyebrows and stuff, which is an, a reoccurring character in many kung oh, fu gosh, movies. You yeah. know, oh, Pai Mei is very famous. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was cool. It was cool seeing him so young. You know, yeah. This is what seventy. This is seventy eight. Though it's yeah. pretty late in the game for for kung, kung fu, fu movies. Yeah, but yeah. He was young when he did. And this, he, uh, Lolia's Lee is in this too at the end. Too, yeah. Right? yeah. Yep. But he's known for being very. Um, he's a. He's kind of like a good actor and a good martial artist in real life. You know, like so. He 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 acts very. He he does the right things on screen. You know, I'll say. Sometimes action heroes don't quite translate into. I mean, uh, you know, kung fu people don't translate into actors so well. You know. Another question, which I mm. which I discussed with a friend of mine earlier. How many of these uh, stars, whatever you want to call it, were really like tournament guys and how many of them were really uh, like actors uh-huh. or acrobats or ba- the you know the Chinese opera dudes or yeah, whatever what, what's what's the the breakdown you know, that's, that's a breakdown that's interesting cuz i think it's i think it's clouded in that they i think there was like these institutions that turned out Samuel Hung and Gordon Liu in that they were martial art um like they went and lived there they, they, you know, they left their families, went and lived there, trained martial arts, but it was for performance. Oh. So, okay. you know what I mean? Like, yes, they would probably kick some butt and be really... Like, but they so, learned their karate for the movies as opposed for, to tournaments. Right, right. Like, Bruce Lee was a tournament guy, and Silver Fox, Wong Cheng Lee was a tournament cause guy. Because I'm almost sure that even Jackie Chan, although they all did some tournaments... He was a stuntman. He was a stuntman. He wasn't a kung fu martial artist. But he, he knew how to flow and do that stuff, and... So it was it was a very distinct difference. Hey, let's take a real, real quick break, and when we come back, we're going to get into this awesome, awesome movie. The new movie sensation that's stunning the world. The martial arts masterpiece. Sights and sounds like never before. Cheer the young warrior who alone takes on the evil warlords of martial arts. See one incredible onslaught after the other. Come prepared for the thrill of a lifetime. I want you to pay a visit to the Xiangwu School of Defense. Who do you want us to kill? Just you concentrate on the leaders. The others won't give us any trouble. See acts of incredible savagery. Incredibly deadly. Unbelievably vicious. Ah! 
astonishing ritual of the fires. Pale before the forbidden ritual of the steel palm. Mighty warriors attack each other with the most deadly weapons ever developed, their bare hands. Challenge champions in a deadly sport that turned brave men into killers. Okay, so despite my brain's technical difficulties... Uh, yes, we're back. Yes, we're back. So basically, uh, you know, we're in this village that's kind of getting uh, roughed up by the evil overlords, like henchmen kind of Yeah, thing. right, that guy over there. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's good podcasting. Yeah, right, <laughs> so, as we're watching the movie in the background, yeah. we're talking about it, yeah. So, you know, so he, you know, he's one of the students at a local college, and, and they see this tyranny, like, they're kind of... Doing the usual stuff where they're pushing people around and being like really they're the thuggish. Mob. They're the mob. They're the Chinese uh, yeah. warlords mob. He's he's trying to get rid of everyone and just take over this whole thing. So right. you know, and he does. He I he they kills, kill his dad. They I kill think. his dad or his uncle. That's the other thing these movies often mess up. Uncles and cousins and stuff. There's no real lineage of how who these people actually are. Like yeah. you know, sometimes they'll say, "Oh, sister or father," and eh, whatever. So, and he he like wants to get revenge. So he's like, oh, I'll go to the Shaolin Temple and they'll teach me. They know good kung fu. Yeah, because in in this in this movie, like in the other one that we did, the the the, the only people that knew how to defend themselves, martial art, even though everybody knew how to fight, because at the beginning of the movie they're fighting back with swords and they're killed, and yeah. they're they're still doing moves or whatever. But the the only it was only at this time only the the Shaolin monks knew the. The secrets of the kung fu, or they invented it, or whatever. Right. So, so two guys escape and go, you know, yeah. on the way to the, to the to the temple, and then the, the this that guy, the there, general. He, we'll just call him the general. Like, there's the, the 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 one guy who's in command, like the the emperor, and he's sending it out, and and he sends out like the his general, who is one, a very vicious, nasty guy, and his, and his henchmen, his cronies, are are like they always are, you know knocking down people that just walk in front of them or how t- taking food from shopkeep you know yeah, that right, whole yeah. thing you yeah, know yeah 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 right. so the yeah so he kind of kills 
he kills his friend as they were go- walking together. Yeah, and right? as they're escaping, they they both they both take off. And he's they like, go "Oh, after you're rebel him. scum. Anyone that yes, he, anyone that it. tries to oppose the emperor is a rebel scum." That's it. That's it. So they kill one of them, mm-hmm. and he ends up like she, he ends up like taking off, and then the, they find him laying somewhere, and the Shaolin monks take him to the. Uh, to the temple or whatever, yeah. and, and at first I think they were reluctant, but then they said, "Okay, well, yeah. you know, you can, you can, you can, you know, train to you, be a monk." Well, at first they're even like, "You can just be, you can't be a monk because you're nobody. You can like wash the dishes and stuff like yeah, that." Yeah, yeah. It was that whole thing. That's the other thing they always do. Whenever someone approaches a Shaolin temple, you're not just getting in. They don't just let yeah. anyone in. You're, you you got to make your dues and you know pay your dues and all that kind of stuff. So he's watching. He goes there for the for the only purpose of knowing, getting this knowledge to avenge his village, avenge his 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 friends and his and his all of his relatives that have been they're just being killed. Yeah. And the one odd thing about this movie is you have no concept of time, so they kind of interjected in the th- in the thing. There's like, so what have you learned in these five months? You've been washing dishes, and he's like, oh, yeah. I've learned I should respect everyone and care. He's like, mm, maybe you are a good candidate for kung fu. Yeah. But we're not teaching you kung fu. And he's like, ah, uh, okay. And he's like, there's 36 chambers, so you can start at one. And he's like, okay. And then he, he, they finally let him in. And and so the the basic, obviously by the name, the title, there's 35 chambers of the Shaolin. Each one has its own style or specific like. Uh, thing you have to discipline. master, discipline, and um, you know, and, and but there is only thirty five of them, so you're going. Hmm, I wonder what the thirty six is. Guess we'll find out anyway. And, and at this point, like the movie for like about for a while too, for like about forty minutes, and it becomes almost. It's kind of like, uh, um, um, oh god, it's called, it's like Kung Fu Boot Camp. It's I'm a montage, to, but I'm trying to think but of like, a, uh, oh, what's the Full Metal Jacket or something yeah. like that? Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. It's like him trying to get through. All the things, and then like... And he is very smart and very gifted. But one of the cool things I really enjoyed about it was, he was not a natural at anything. No, he screws up a lot. And he, and he's the one that's there, he's the Jerry Rice of the temple, where he's there till three in the morning doing the one move, practicing, practicing, practicing. Like, first it was the barrels, you have to walk, hop walk over across the barrels. The, yeah. In the water, he kept screwing up. But the donkey kept throwing the, the barrels down, and, and he couldn't say the princess... And then sometimes it was flaming, and they would go down the ladder and hit him in the head. Yeah. Oh wait, that's it's a video game. Yeah, that's something yeah, totally yeah, different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is funny in that this whole middle act in a modern movie would basically be a montage of Van Damme kicking much, coconuts yeah. while some chick watched him, and then he'd be like, "Well, thank God that's over. I'm a, I'm uh, the the king of all now." Yeah, I'm like kung fu master now. But they actually <laughs> let's go to town and beat some people up. They that's actually like, showed this guy going through a lot. Oh yeah, this is so you so he earned his, his so he earns his, his stripes or whatever. Yeah. And each one of them is cool in their own way. And then sometimes there's stuff that he hates, the the headbutting of those bags. Oh, he yeah. was like, I'm not good at this. And I can't gong. do this. Yeah, the gong. the gong, or he has to hit the gong to match the guy's like rapping on the thing or whatever. It was like <laughs> the rapping. Yo, 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 you representing and when it, when I, I can't rap, at everyone. That, at that point, it was like, okay, I'm, he's learning this, he's learning that. I kind of like nodded out a little bit. But then when he's almost there, the 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 head master says, well, you know, you're good. And then, But then uh, the, his, the head pupil goes like, 
Yeah, I'm not sure he is. You're or gonna not. hand the reins over to this guy. Yeah, you're gonna hand the reins. That was really cool. That was good. Yeah. Because at this point, he's kind of been the the chosen one, but not the chosen one, because you know, and and like just like Dr. Murray said, they were like, okay, what do you want to what what chamber do you want to run? And the head pupil was like, now, hold on a second, if you would let me indulge you, how about you try and beat me if you think you're gonna yeah. if you're all that and. First, he has these two butterfly swords, and he's he he the the head pupil beats uh, Pai Mei pretty easily, you know, Gordon Liu. Yeah, right. Um, and then he's like, hmm. And he said, so come he back. Go, so he then go, he has to go and and, and do oh and do uh you know uh, study yeah. a lot. And he said, and he goes, come back and challenge me any time. When you beat me, you can have your you can have your pick of a chamber. Yeah, right. Um, which yeah. was kind of cool because it, you'll see it comes back around. But you know, so he and he he can't beat him. This pupil is very good. This he's almost like top general of the Shaolin he is. monks. He's the top know. pupil. He's yeah. the king. You know. Yeah, and he's got the and sword. He's he's a yeah, sword the guy. Butter, he has the butterfly swords. That the, where there's one, then it kind of comes apart into two, and which is a very neat uh, martial art weapon. So he's trying and trying and trying, you know, and and and, and getting beat. Um, he doesn't not like we said. Nothing kind of comes super easy to him. They and they make a big point of that, saying. No, this isn't some charmed. You know, he's a guy. natural, but he's not. You know that much. He ain't all that. He's a quick learner. Once he does it, he's got it. You yeah. Know? Once he learns how to hop on the on, on the on the over the water on the on the logs, he's got it. No yep. problem. Move on. Yeah. But it takes him about two or three tries to finally beat the uh, the head pupil or whatever. Yeah. And this does kind of go on like you're saying. This is, I felt the most weighted down of the segments. You know, the first one is kind of setting up you're meeting new people second act the second the, the, you know act, yeah. all kinds of crazy stuff's going on in the story arc the second act this is this one is one of the most middle heavy kung fu movies uh that i've ever seen where you know this part is what they want you to watch and care about yeah you know and they make a point at some point as he's uh as he's going on he's like oh how, how long have you been here he's like 25 months and you're like wait what like time is passing rapidly by the time he leaves this shaolin temple i think it's like Five years or seven years. It's five years, years yeah. And you're it's like, five years. That, well, no wonder he doesn't have that much of a grudge. It's five years, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, all right, well, let's go to we'll, another... We'll talk about the third act. The third act. And does he ever beat the pupil? Oh, my God, we'll never know. No, wait, we will know. We're going to go on a quick break, and we'll be right back at ya. Kung Fu Theater, everyone. Chambers of an evil island empire. What do you know about Han? He lives like a king on that island. Totally self-sufficient. A fortress without walls. Protected by an invincible army that needs no ordinary weapons. This is Enter the Dragon. The first martial arts film produced by a major Hollywood studio. John Saxon is Roper. He was in it for the money. U.S. Karate Champion Jim Kelly as Williams. He was there because he had no choice. Black Belt Hall of Fame undisputed martial arts champion and international film star Bruce Lee. His job was to get them out alive. I'm hoping you'll join us, represent us in the United States. You want me to join this? Roper, Williams, and Lee. 
just when they think they've broken the secret of the island, they find there is no escape from the inscrutable Han. Warner Brothers presents Enter the Dragon, where the world's greatest martial arts athletes meet the ultimate challenge with the most ancient and deadly of weapons, the human body. Enter the Dragon, from Warner Brothers. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? And we are back, isn't that awesome? Uh, so, now... Third act. Third act, he finally... Well, not quite the third act. Finally, he challenges... Yeah, oh yeah. He figures out how to beat the star pupil, and he does. And he, you know, and... and and uh, it's a it's a glorious thing, and there and there it's a it's a good camaraderie. It's not like oh I hate you now, you know. Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't like going to be like this rivalry where he was going to mm-hmm. try to backstab him because it was you know. Yeah, they're they're brothers. So he goes okay. Now you can now you can approach the head abbot, and um, and you can just pick whatever you want to do. And he was like oh I want to start the thirty sixth chamber, and they're like what what <laughs> you cray cray. And then he's like no no listen hear me out. Shaolin Kung Fu is great, but we should have a chamber that takes it to the people. Yeah, the people. And the Shaolin chamber, Shaolin's are like, I don't think we want to do that. Get out of here. But then he goes, say what? He kind of goes, get out of here. Wink. Yeah. Like, your 36th chamber is the whole world. Yeah. Go there and teach. So he kicks him out, but lovingly says, just go do your deal. You know, you, you always have a home here, but get out. Yeah. So then he, then he goes back. Now he goes back into town and, Immediately starts like starts trouble. Well, he doesn't start trouble, but he starts trouble. But he runs into like goofballs, and then they become his disciples, like in the oh, other yeah, movie. That's so great. Well, first, they he kills that guy that yeah, he's going he, into town, and he goes, they kill he kills the henchman. Yeah, he kills the henchman. That like was the guy who killed his family. Yeah, okay, that's that's what it was. Um, then then there's the blacksmith, who, right? Who they're like messing with him, but he's obviously so strong. And at that point, I was like, I don't think many people messed with the blacksmith of the towns. They were swinging a hammer all day. They were kind of really surly and big. But he taught them how to use the the the, the warden part of the hammer to knock oh, people yeah, out. Oh, yeah, he was trying to hit them with that big part of the hammer. Yeah, and, he and was, he's like, no, he no, was, use the handle. Keep that other part balanced. He's like, hey, good idea. And then he beats all the guys up. And and uh, then who's the other guy? Then we meet the, the, the guy who keeps going, no, no, you win. And as soon as he turns around, he tries to yeah, stab yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who said, he's like, yeah, okay, I give up. And then he's like, as soon as he says he gives up, he grabs another stick. And, the, and you know, Gordon Luke is like, oh, come on. You know, enough with this crap or whatever. <laughs> That's right. You know? so, That's yeah. right. So that, then, and then they become like his, his crew. Yeah, know? yeah. So he's just rolling up. But then, and they were like, well, now how are we going to beat him? Because we know he's, the general's coming at one time in yeah. this procession. Um, so we need to find a place to go. Cause, oh, because he goes out and walks the compound once every day or once a week or some crap. I can't remember exactly. So we're like, oh, we'll go here. Uh, that's the rice maker's shop. Yeah. Uh, we'll stay yeah. in this shop and then we'll wait and we'll jump out and get him from here. And there's some guy. He's like a drunk, but he's like, oh, okay, whatever. You you know, you can use the shop. Um, and then the, during the procession, he comes flying down and smashes the whole thing in half, and he's like. The general's like, ha ha ha! I knew it was a ruse. I knew this was gonna happen. So yeah. this is all a ruse. Yeah. He's so like, then he's like, they start a big battle royale or whatever, you know. And then he's like, he he beats the crap out of everybody. And then you meet Lolia, who's like the big emperor or whatever. Right. What were they dump? They were dumping things on people so they couldn't see or something. Remember that? Like, whenever they were trying to go somewhere, they were they would dump down like 
something on the processions, and they were like, oh. yeah, something like that. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, it was like yeah. white powder or something like that made them. I can't. I'm sorry, everyone. I I'm having trouble keeping this one together. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, one, yeah. This is a great movie, but I'm like, Ugh. it's kind of kung fu in my brain. But anyway, so now it's then. This is all kind of like preamble towards the end. The, the end battle. Yeah, the battle royale. Yeah. They go out, and this is like almost a Shaw Brothers staple. That last scene. That yeah. last scene in that one field. In that they, one they, field. They probably called that the last scene film. Or, uh, field. Well, it's the same scene as Shell and Abbott. It's the same scene as ever, every Shell. However, they come flying out. There's this very picturesque field surrounded by mountains without too much real modern stuff on them. And then they have a battle. Yeah, you know, Leah versus Gordon. Yeah, Lowe. so you know, and he and he and he has, of course, now he knows how to disarm him because the same weapons that the same head people use. Same weapons that the head people use. Yeah, right. and he's like, oh, I remember how to beat this. So mm. he basically he knocks him, you know, gets rid of him or whatever. So the town doesn't have to worry about the evil warlord anymore. And then I get in the last scene, he's teaching school. He's got his pupils there, and then the one goofball guy is like still like goofing around so he's like he, he does this like procession move to knock him back into shape and then you know boom. oh that's right because it because it, when they first went to the to shaolin that's what was happening they had the, the, the head of it was teaching basic form and every time somebody was like he would hit their belly in and hit their arms up and kind of get him used to hitting and slapping getting slapped around a little bit you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so then it showed up oh, he learned a lesson yeah, he's he learned doing a lesson the end he wasn't a reluctant uh revenge hero he he, he went there to, to clean up uh, even after five years, like it, it's still, which I know a lot of people say, well, that's against the very heart of what Shallon would teach, but eh, let's give it a break. I mean, they also are going to defend sure, themselves. Sure, that's not, <laughs> you of know, course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, let's sit down and get murdered. No, not quite. That's not quite what they were about. Um, lots of, lots of different weapons, lots of different uh, techniques and styles. It was kind of cool. The very first scene shows Gordon Liu on a stage doing like that yeah. weird dance with those with those metal rings on his arms which are heavy through the to the credits through the credits stuff like that yeah very yeah. punching through the water and stuff like that it was interesting it was an interesting visual and that's what it was it, it graduated had nothing to do with anything but it was very beautifully shot it was almost like it was a, a, a ballet or something like that you know and he was hitting the water and move doing all the moves and stuff like that which I, I think Jackie Chan did that in one of his um, earlier ones. Oh, okay. You All know, right. I've seen a couple of different things where he he did a whole thing with like a bench. He was really good with fighting with like a, one of those little stool benches, like you know. Oh, okay. But um, so overall, what what did you think of this? What would you give this out of a, a ten? I mean, you I'll know? give it a seven. You know, I seven. mean, it's a well done movie. I mean, it's like, it's like like I said, the middle act was very heavy and very slow moving. I mean, it wasn't slow moving in the sense it was a lot of action. But it was like I was like impatient. I was like, "Come on, okay, we understand. We know he's gonna make it. Let's get to mm. let's get to the final mm. act where all the fights are gonna happen and all the revenge is gonna happen. That's what we want to see, you know. Yeah, that's We're true. We're here to get the the comeuppance, the comeback, you know. Yeah. But because there was a lot of lead up, that that last act was fairly tight, yeah, quick, and it, quick. It, it was maybe seven minutes, twelve minutes, maybe seven to twelve minutes in that yeah, range. It was, it was about fifteen or twenty, but yeah, well, somewhere okay. in that range. It felt like but it was it about. It felt like because the middle part was so you know long or whatever. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was it was definitely a good movie. I'll give it a seven. Yeah, and I'll, what I remember of it, I'll give it a. I'll, I'm going to give it a nine because it is one of those heralded classics. Like if we ever <laughs> did, uh, uh, you know, Master of the Flying Guillotine, we, we did it on Slow Robot. I gave it like a ten. You know, those are tens. 
This one's like an eight, between an eight and a nine somewhere. You know, it's a very solid movie. Yeah, I mean, if you see, if you do like Enter the Dragon, it'll probably be like a ten. Uh, yeah, get, I mean, get Game of Death. Dude, just seeing Kareem no, Abdul, just just seeing um uh Bruce Lee with Kareem Abdul Jabbar's footprint on his chest is but, a ten. No, but that scene's really that, that movie's really bad. That there's that oh, yeah. Bruce Lee in it, and there's one scene where he looks at himself in the mirror, and it's a cutout of Bruce Lee in the mirror. <laughs> that movie's really that's right bad. up our alley. Yeah, it'll be definitely be. <laughs> You're like, oh, don't worry, it's coming, it's coming, everyone. It's coming soon, but but before that, there'll be well, the others. No, yeah, well, we hope that you enjoyed our uh, Kung Fu Theater. Uh, this is just the third show. We're kind of getting our, hitting our stride, getting what how our format's gonna roll, how we're gonna what we're gonna do. You know, I think we do want to branch branch out and talk a little bit more about the genre in general and how it affects other movies and stuff. Like it's not, yeah, uh, we don't want to just be a deep dive into one movie well, every it, week. Well, how it know. changed culture in the '70s. Oh, you know, oh, comic well, books, everything came back around and was hip. Now you know, hip again. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. you know, look forward to all different kinds of stuff. Um, Especially from me. I'll be bringing in some weirdness. Good. And, but that's it for this week. So my name is Mal with me as always. Dr. Morbius. And thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with more Kung Fu Power! Wow, we are back. And it's it's recording. Kung Fu Theater! Yes. Welcome. Welcome. My name's Mao. With me as always, Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown, and this is the glorious new venture called Kung Fu Theater. Dr. Here. Morbius Lee. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sure. Why not? And other lies. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the podcast or the show where we talk, we do kind of a deep dive into one Kung Fu movie and talk about other stuff. Kung Fu related. <laughs> yes. I was thinking about like when, what, which movie I'm going to choose next. I have to throw that disclaimer out that we're not going to be Kung Fu pur- purists in that I'm going to have samurai movies sure. and I'm going to have some sure. Japanese movies. Because some people would be like, no, no, Kung Fu is only from China, only those no. exports, and that's not our I life. would expect you to do One-Armed Swordsman or... Uh, oh, yeah, well, or the... Yeah, cause I was or stuff I'd, like Super Chan. I was thinking about doing the eight... The eight Eight, uh, what is it? Eight mystical samurai or something? Like that. I forget the well, name well, of it. Well, I'm, I'm waiting for the the flying guillotine. You know. Well, yeah. we already did that for Slow Robot to Go Go. Did we do? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. And right. that's the one where I was just gushing over it. Like, oh, I was like, oh, this is the good. You know, thing is ever. It, aren't there two flying guillotine movies? Mm-hmm. Master of the Flying Guillotine, and then there's like, I forget what the other one is, but it's a, it's a, it's the one that you go, oh, this isn't the one I wanted to watch. Yeah, we should do. <laughs> oh, this is the one we didn't want to watch. Because <laughs> you think you're like, I can't wait for the best. Wait a minute, this isn't the right one. Boo to you, sir. That's what I always say. Yeah, well, you know. Well, going into today's movie, I have to ask. I almost wanted to kind of make some kind of a law that maybe the movies we pick should be movies. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I did enjoy this I movie. I don't consider what you chose to be an <laughs> actual movie. It was more of a casserole of nonsense, as it was. Yes, as, as we all know and that I love. <laughs> I so I didn't, know uh, how to, I didn't know really how to put that, but I was like, maybe we should pick movies that are actual movies. No, like, you're asking a little too much. I know. I'm going to go off the deep end. Like, like Grease 2 and like Highlander 2. Two. Yeah. Those aren't movies. They s- people say they're movies. They're not technically movies. They're, they're not just, technically movies. They're actually like what comes out of a trash compactor or like a garbage thing, a garbage chute, uh, and someone just filled it. Well, that so see, I didn't even like Grease one or Highlander one. So what you do didn't I like know? Highlander? Well, that's no, weird. I I, 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 I I saw it in a the movie theater, and me and my friend were heckling 
the wow. movie. We were heckling. We were hecklers back then. We were the original riff tracks in theaters, and people would go, "Shut up!" and we like wouldn't stop. It's a bad thing. Uh, a bad yeah, thing. it is a bad thing. You, you, get shot you were the original it. texters texting yeah. during uh, a movie. Worse. Yeah. yeah. Worse. Worse than so, that. We were well, horrible. Yeah. I don't know. See, I I actually liked the Highlander one. Um, mm. Two was woof. That was that's more of like the kind of movies we watch now. It's just crazy. It's nonsense. It's was crazy. It, but was it, okay, there was these things like in Highlander one, Sean Connery was like some Spanish guy with a Scottish accent. What did that happen? <laughs> How'd that happen? <laughs> he was on Earth so long that it was like a second revolution of Earth. Like at first he was uh, the Scotsman, but then he was from Spain or whatever. And I'm a Spanish peacock. Well, in two they became space aliens. So who even cares? And then, anyway, and in the first one, Christopher Lambert. Everywhere he went, he brought like dry ice with him. You oh know? yeah, it was dude. like he this, was like rocking they, it. they were like throwing this like atmosphere, and it's like okay, stop for a second. You know, the guy's in the John. You don't need dry ice. Maybe you, you know? don't understand the glory that is Highlander with Christopher Lambert. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. anywho, and if that yeah, anyhow, what are we talking about here? That we're talking about Bruce Kung Fu Girls, or I think it's yeah. also known as Five Pretty Young Ladies. Bruce Kung Fu Girls. Bruce Kung Fu Girl. Bruce comma Kung Fu Girls. Just now, you know, marinate on that title for a couple now seconds. Now you know, <laughs> when you hear a title like that, you, you know. know what it's what it's kind of gonna be. So, yeah. A casserole of nonsense casserole is what it's going to be. Which is what I describe life as. But, you know, I'm not, yeah. not to be too philosophical, but uh, anyway. Yes. I, you know, I'll be honest with be you. funny if people turn to us for phil- philosophical debate. I'd be like, wow, yeah. you were on the wrong channel, my friend. I think, therefore, I am. <laughs> I fart, therefore, I am. Yeah, that too. Uh, anyway, yeah. um, Passing yeah, gas. so here's what I know about this movie. I was... I was staying over a friend's house, and he's got a bunch of VHS of uh, Kung Fu. And, and for those of you at home, Dr. Morbius just threw his arms out like a like somebody describing a fish they caught. Like, yeah, like a, a shark. Punch. Like, it's like, wow, the, 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 the vast expansion of this collection. Never ending. It really is. It, is it like yeah, it's one huge. of those serious, hardcore... It's like, huge. Huge, man. That's awesome. So, like, right in the front was this movie called Bruce Kung Fu Girls, and I'm like, hey, what's this? He goes, I haven't watched it yet. And I was like... I was always intrigued by this movie. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, you know, it's got. I always liked the fighting women movie. I go, okay. And you know, the, I, I, me too. I'm all about con- the, the heroic you know, trio, the kung, fu, the kung fu girls. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm always yeah. about you know. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, I do a kung fu theater now, so uh, so give me that. So give me that. Yeah. It's free. It's on YouTube. Wu Tang yeah. Collection. I go, okay, well, Whoa. now we're gonna do Bruce Kung Fu Girls. I know it's gonna be goofy as all get out. But I'm expecting it, and I'm like, okay. First thing is, I really do think that the lead actress, Polly, Polly Kwan, yeah, she was in a lot of movies. Oh, she's a great martial and artist. She's really good. I never knew about her before. Yeah, no, she's good. And she is. The and she had belts too. She had a black belt in karate. Oh no, no, she. Yeah, no, she and, is uh, a serious uh, contender. Yeah. And she is the only one yeah, of these the girls. Only one. <laughs> God. And guys, I think. All the rest of them are just kind of standing around looking pretty while someone yeah. else whoops a lot of butt. And you're like, wow. And you could tell right off the beginning, she really goes. Like, yeah. she she is, like, throwing kicks and punches. And these are that not flowery, pretty stuff. She's, it's a real deal. She has intention to hurt you right from the get-go. And it is immediate, you know. Uh, she and she's not doing one-on-one. She's, like, going out nope. five dudes. Straight up. Swinging, kicking. 
Yakuza. Whatever. Well, what, what 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 happens? How we get introduced to these kung fu gals? Uh, they're chasing some. Like, now here's the thing, the plot of this. I don't. There is. This is a sci-fi too, by the way. There there's, is, there's an invisible man in here. Yeah, there's an invisible man who stole <laughs> some money, and this guy who might know the formula is getting chased by gangsters or something. And he, and he runs into the girls' locker he room. He runs into their like where they're swimming, the changing room. And she, first appearance of hmm, is yeah. in this scene. There you go. I started there you the, go. For all, of, for all of you at home, I have just started yeah, yeah. my hypothesis has See, now launched. Kung Fu Girls did that for hmm. you. So, <laughs> she she gets up and is like, hey, no boys allowed. And he's like, uh, uh, because there's gangsters chasing him. And then they come running in and they're like, get out of the way, you girl. With those great, with those great like gangster accents that, oh, know, from Hong Kong, done by Australians. And you, the late 60s, early 70s was a glorious time for... Hung, uh, Hong Kong fashion and oh, God, like yeah. they had this mixture of greaser and like disco and hipster. It's beautiful. It was insane. It's beautiful. I don't know what they dress like now. I'm assuming the internet has probably muddled everything and it just looks like everyone else. But back then, a lot of the Western cultures kind of pick and chose what they thought was cool from various stages of various countries and just put them in a blender and dumped them over themselves and this is no... I think had, this is a Taiwan movie, but I'm not 100% yeah. sure. But anyway, but yeah, they got that beautiful, like, 60s, 70s. We're not there yet, but we like yeah. some of it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. We're, we're mutating Lots it of polyester. It. Lots of... 70s is polyester. Oh, I, 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 ro- I rock the polyester, okay? <laughs> I personally... Did you have a medallion that's, a, like, male... Male, a male I symbol? wish I did. No, I uh, had no medallions, but I did rock. I, I was did too have poor the, for medallions. I did have the print shirts, you know, oh, with yeah. like the with like the the whatever, you know, with polyester pants, the stretchy polyester, which my mom loved because you didn't have to like you know iron them or anything iron like man, that. You yeah. just throw them in there and they're done. So basically, I even had yeah. this is how horrible it was. I even had polyester fake jeans. Okay, they were like <laughs> they were like these brown fake jeans, but they were polyester. Wow. I, I rocked polyester for many yes, you years. you did. All Before right. cotton came into Before my life. Before corduroy came in. And I rocked the corduroy. I had corduroy. I had corduroy bell bottoms, dude. Bell bottoms. I wish... Anyway. Okay. Listen to out there. One moment. We're going to take a quick break. I want you to just sit back and, and kind of... Take and, this and all in. ponder. Take in the glory that is Dr. Morbius with pe- bell bottom polyester... Right. Or bell bottom uh, corduroy or... The jean-printed polyester pants. Your choice. Yeah. And we'll be right back with picking up with the Kung Bruce, comma... And Kung, big sideburns, Kung, too. Well, mutton chops and sideburns. Those just rock yeah, any, yeah, any era. Yeah, yeah. I always think about, about getting those... Putting, I used to have those little pointy ones, <laughs> and I shaved them off. I, I should rock that again. You should get You should get a beard like... A, uh, what's, that, what's that? The Deadliest Man Alive, Count... Uh, oh, what's that guy's name? He was in the comic books. Count Dooku. No, 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 it no. does Star Wars. Oh, count. Oh, we'll, we'll tell you later. Yeah, we'll tell you Let's later. Let's take a break before we'll we be, get We'll be right back. Corduroys, bro. Now, the ultimate evil, Devil Woman. Summoned from the falls of hell to curse the living. No one 
escape from her slithery serpents of doom. Devil Woman takes you into a realm seldom open to human eyes. The cave of the mystical rituals of the Brotherhood of Satan will strip your nerves screamingly raw. To keep your mind from snapping, you have to keep telling yourself it's only a movie. You may not believe in the supernatural, but you cannot deny terror. Scream, no one will hear you. Run, and the silent footsteps will follow. The dead are restless, and they live again. Devil Woman. The Devil Woman has a voluptuous body and soft silken skin that drives men wild. The kiss of death. The meanest mothers that ever walked the face of the earth take on the sinister sister of Satan. And the kung fu battles, the unspeakable evil in a fight to the death. Devil woman, listen for the laughter that has no sound. Watch for the face that's formed by shadows. Devil woman, she's there, waiting, watching. Beware the eyes that paralyze. The devil woman invites you to share a living nightmare of the bazaar. This is a film that will stretch your eyes. Devil woman, don't cross a path unless you're tired of living in cursed color. Oh, behave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. And who was that? Count Dante. Count Dante. The deadliest man alive. The, the deadliest hairdresser alive. Yeah, look him up on the internet. You'll remember him from many comic books. And I think there's a documentary. Too. You'll be glad you did. <laughs> anyway, on back to our movie. Rockin' the Corduroy. <laughs> Rockin' the Cord, which is also... Okay, so then and back to it. Back to whatever Bruce, the movie is. Comma, Kung Fu Girls. Oh, Five Pretty Young Ladies. Five Pretty Young Ladies. So, so they kind of come in. They, like I said, the, the gangsters and and this guy are in the, in the middle of. The, they're chasing him. She, he runs into this pool where these girls are all in in um bathing suits, one piece bathing suits, and also they got the hair. They have those like the, flowery the hair protectors, uh, hair uh, like, helmets. Yeah, yeah, hair helmets kind of thing. So and those are awesome. Those they, are pure sixties and seventies. They pure. look, they look homely uh, they, in this scene because they have robes and these things and slippers. And she immediately goes, hmm, you better get out of here, and starts whooping butt. And yeah, she she beats up the guy, then she beats up the guy who is running, then she beats up some of the other guys, and they're pulling guns and knives, and <laughs> she's just knocking them down and whipping them around. And, of course, some are ending up in the pool, because that's what happens when there's a pool in a shot. Yeah, of course. Um, and the other girls are just like, laughing, and one of them gets bonked in the head. And like cries. One of them has, like, little girl pigtails. <laughs> And she's supposed to be like the the uh, emotionally unintelligent one, whatever you want to say. Like she's a goofball. Yeah, she's a, she's goofball. a little like girly. Comic relief. Yeah, comic relief. And uh, but they're like, and you can tell right off the bat she is serious. She she's a serious martial artist. And um, eventually this the head guy who was wearing big sunglasses and like had like that that uh, long trench coat over his, like a cape kind of yeah, like he, yeah. he he didn't have his arms through the arms. He just had it pulled up over like... Yeah, like yeah. the Godfather. And he's like, oh, we're very... He stops at all the action and goes, we're very sorry. Um, you know, don't let us bother you again. And he's like, get out of here, you crumb bums. And so... And that's that's where... Hmm, comes up. Because she indignantly goes, hmm, let's go, girls. And then they turn around and stomp out. That's number one. That's number one. Like I'm, But I'm including the first three as zeros. Because oh, okay. I have to chart what we, what we gave it. 
and when the humph arrives. Okay. All right. If all you missed my theory in, like, I think it was show two or three. Yeah. I have a theory that I'm going to expound upon throughout this show. The earlier in a kung fu movie, a kung fu girl goes, hmm, either at the protagonist or at, or whatever, about something, I think the better the movie. Now, this one... This one threw you for a No, loop. this might mean... The sooner the the worse the movie. I don't know where this I don't know where this hypothesis is gonna lead me. Let's just say I'm gonna follow it. For for you and for me. Yeah. So there it is. My hypothesis is the correlation between the first by a kung fu girl or by a girl in a Chinese kung fu movie means something. It what? means something. Let's see. You where, don't know what it means. Let's see yeah. where this takes us. But so I am charting it, and I'm going to put it in an Excel okay. spreadsheet. All right, we'll, all right, good. Anyway, now back to the movie. Really, really, you're losing so, me there. So, for, hmm. anyway, so so now she's. <laughs> I don't know. If you, I don't think Doctor Morbius is into no. the data collecting. No, not really. Okay. No. Anyway, all right. So keep going. Keep going. So now we don't have much time. They drive. We have plenty of time. Now they drive. <laughs> when, when a movie has no plot, you can just say things about doing stuff. Hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, now they're kind of all dressed and they're very uh, attractive and 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 just wearing like random clothing, you know. Yeah, like, they're very like, all of them are they're, they're five pretty young ladies. Five pretty young ladies, and they're talking to this old guy, and they're like, "Uncle, uncle, uncle, you're gonna hear uncle a lot. Uncle, let us let us try and solve because he's he's boohooing over the lost money from the invisible guy, and you're invisible like, invisible guy, you're like, what the hell are you talking about? Now, wait a second, because this is something that I was like, wait, what? They, then, <laughs> he describes this, then they go, oh, we'll help solve it, and they kind of run out of the thing, and you go back to the commissioner, this was entirely a flashback? Is that what I'm to believe? Because the guy, the guy was being interrogated by the cops, was talking about this, this entire thing happens, then, like, minute 38, he goes, and that's how it happened. And the commissioner went, hmm, that's strange. And I was like, this was a flashback? I, I, I missed that part. I yeah. think the entire first half of this movie was a flashback, apparently. Was it an acid flashback? <laughs> no. And I was like, wait, what? Okay. <laughs> I literally was like, wait, what? <laughs> so, so anyway, what? so anyway, <laughs> now the girl, hmm. so now the girls are on the case, and the uncle's like, okay, but you girls be careful when you're trying to solve this mystery. And 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 the guy, the scientist guy, like falls for the girls or whatever. Yeah. He gives them presents for thanking them. And he thanks him for it, and he gives him a present, and they all fall for him. And he's a, there's one scene where they're like, I don't know if he's supposed to meet one of them on the date, but they all go to like some they, this is club. The weirdest, this is the weirdest like, montage. They start having these weird, like, you know, like they don't see him, and they get mad, and they start like dreaming stuff. No, no, the, I figured it out because I was confused. Oh, I'm glad you did. I was sitting there like, what in the hell am I watching? I was confused. <laughs> and the girls all kind of look the same, but they're not. I'm not saying all people look the same. These girls kind of all look the same, and I'm like, "What am I watching here?" And it, because every girl is sitting there at a bar, looking around at people making out or do or on dates, then gets up and whips someone yeah, yeah, smash yeah. something and leave. And I'm like, "What is going on here?" They all got stood up from other dates they, except the one who said she was going to stay in uh, and ended up going and the dating the scientist. The, the scientist guy. So she came back and they were like, kind of cat fighting a little bit yeah 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 because yeah. she was the only one that actually had a date because they all said we're going out on dates you should come too and she goes nah I'm alright 
So they all went to their prospective date. And then date. she called him, didn't she? she yeah, and then she's the like, time. okay, I'll call him. Then she called him. That's then, right. Then they met on a date, so they came back and they were angry because their dates all stood them up. And I was like, that's the statistical probabilities of that are like none, but whatever. It's funny. <laughs> this whole scene, I am like, what in the hell is going on here? It's like 12 minutes of just random shots at random places. With <laughs> and, me- and meanwhile, <laughs> this this glorious... Early seventies funk. It's either like I heard Barry White. There's one scene when they're in a club and the guy's doing "I Gotcha" by Joe Tex. Yeah, yeah, and then and then there was like then there was the Chinese or the Hong Kong version of James Brown. Yeah, the James Brown. He's the guy who's doing "I Gotcha." Then all of a sudden they're doing like a cover, like a funk band's doing a cover of "A Whole Lot of Love," and I'm going like, what? I gotta find this soundtrack, and then later on, <laughs> the f- soundtrack. The soundtrack is the most amazing thing I ever heard in my life. And then later on, the, the another funk fans doing the cover of Stevie Wonder's "Living in the City," and I'm like, "Holy crap! What did I think? Uh, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life." I would look under pending lawsuits because it was filed, but never be able to serve because everyone disavowed this as soon as they were done with production. Oh my god! There's even That's a Spanish. Crazy. There's even us. I saw I saw the cover for a Spanish dubbed version of this movie which now I need to talk to oh. people and oh. I gotta get my people you're like I gotta get my, my squad goals I gotta get, I gotta get I, squad, I, hashtag squad goals gotta get this done so but oh, yeah okay so we're digressing all over the this place was, well we have to because there's nothing here but, th- th- but there, there's nothing but there's a lot when I figured out what that was supposed to be as disjointed as it was I laughed but like I had just it's like when you recover from like you run really fast and you fall down because you, you're like, oh my god. And then when you finally get your breath back and you sit up, you're like, whew, okay, well that's what happened. I went through the 12 minutes of whatever the hell this is supposed to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I was like, oh, now I get it. Whew. Okay, but now back to the movie. And then then we get introduced because now the invisible person starts showing up and like robbing people that are, it's almost like a Robin Hood situation where yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. know you were stealing that money to buy a boat. So now I'm going to rob you. And it's like really bad floating gun, really bad floating money, because uh, there's an invisible guy. Yeah, yeah, And it turns out, here's the plot, folks. Buckle. Spoiler alert. Oh, wait, wait. We're going to take a break. Try and think of your best uh, James Brown, Chinese James Brown, and then we'll be right back. Now, uh, we'll be back to wrap up this glorious... Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Bruce Lee is gone, but his supreme style of fighting goes on and on in Goodbye, Bruce Lee, his last game of death. Bruce Lee, he's more than a memory to his millions of brothers of all colors, and now he's back. Hear Kareem Abdul-Jabbar talk about the mysterious death of his close friend and teacher, Bruce Lee, and see exciting footage of Jabbar and Lee in actual martial arts competition. Goodbye, Bruce Lee, his last game of death. Bruce Lee, the Muhammad Ali of martial arts, who fought his way from the ghettos of Hong Kong and San Francisco to become the most exciting fighting legend of our time. And now he's back. Terry Levine presents an Aquarius Films release. Goodbye, Bruce Lee, his last game of death. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parents. How soon can you land? I can't tell. 
You can tell me I'm a doctor. No, I mean, I'm just not sure. Or can't you take a guess? Well, not for another two hours. You can't take a guess for another two hours? Airplane 2, not so much. Yeah, there is nothing I don't like about Airplane. Airplane 2, not so much. Eh, I I didn't even care. I didn't even mind that one so much, but it was junk. Okay, so, oh, back to the plot. Now, the underlying theme, the reason this movie is being, other than to show us five beautiful girls, is... Five beautiful kung fu. Five pretty young ladies. Five pretty young ladies. Other than that, it there's an evil madam woman, like not a, not a madam, like a there's an evil lady who is an underground crime boss, kidnaps a scientist's mom and makes him give her the formula for invisibility, but he won't. So he she's making him become invisible to do these crimes. So she can fu- rule the world. So she can rule the world. <laughs> and that's. The theory. That's what's going on here. Yes, and uh, you're like, wait, what? And then, because every now and then, some random person puts on an aluminum foil suit and gets into some machine that goes, beep, beep, boop, pop, beep, burp, invisible. Yeah. Now and they rob a bank. He's not giving her the formula for invisibility, but he's doing these because she's holding the mom ha- captive. And she's trying to get this out of him, but he knows as soon as he does, she'll just kill him. Yeah. So that's the plot. Other than just shenanigans. But meanwhile... What's that? Isn't what there... Up? There's a time... In between all the plot and all the shenanigans, they find time for a camping trip. Well, that's when you just go to think. When you're out camping. Yeah, they uh, reflect yeah, on that's right. time. There's a camping montage. It's not even a montage. It's just a scene, I guess. Um, where they're just... Oh, let's go camping. And it looks like it's just in, in a park in the city. Yeah. It, it's it's not like it's like a travel log. They show you the beautiful mountains <laughs> and the little like, girls. I was like, wait, what? What are we doing here? And, and then when they get to the destination, it's like it's like Asian camping party or whatever. Everybody's what? dancing. Oh yeah, they're hoot. They're, they're, they're having a, they're a big, great time. It's a big, and then and then she breaks out her acoustic and she like yep. attempts to play the guitar, which I don't know if she was really playing it or not, and sings a song. It made me laugh. It made me think of that part of Kentucky Fried movie. And then I play love oh, yeah. songs on me guy on my guitar. I guess he kills her right then, you know. Yeah, right. But, right, but right. he didn't come and kill her then. Um, and, and and then it and then it and then they it, no that breaks into a kung fu. And then it integrates into a kung fu battle. Which, that's great. This movie almost didn't have enough kung fu, but it, they couldn't because there was needed, only one needed, person. It a little more. But there was only one person that knew. There was only one person that was a badass, and there was yeah, you know, it, the, the, the boys, the, the the guys that were in it didn't know kung fu. The girls didn't know it. Just her. They she literally was the only one in this movie. Good for her. Yeah. Um, so she they, they beat them up. And I forget if they get some information out of somebody or not. I don't even remember. And, like, then, okay. and then at the last, at the, in the last part of the movie, they go back to Uncle, and all of a sudden they come out with their black, yeah. you know, oh. little miniskirt jumpsuits, which, you know, are awesomeness. Yes. Which I'm surprised that somebody with the initials of QT hasn't ripped off yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really surprised he hasn't. Good, good, you know? yet. Good, good, uh, yeah, yeah good, good. There's good still a Kill Bill 3 coming soon. Yeah, so. uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. The, but the, um, so, yeah, now it's kind of end scene. The, the guy gets caught, oh, no, wait, there's a moon rock. Oh, my God, this Yeah, the moon rock thing. They want to steal the moon they, rock. The, the moon rock is the, is also the key to this invisibility. So this lady wants that, so she makes him go in, and they do this elaborate, like, but like it looks like Coyote and uh, Roadrunner, you know, yeah. it, where like they're hiding to to trap him, and he comes in <laughs> and they trap him with a net and all these weird sounds and all this stuff, and they're like kind of hanging up in they're hanging in like those 
girl stripper cages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like like if you go into one of those really like go-go places and there's a girl yeah, dancing yeah. in a cage, <laughs> that's where these girls are sitting. You're like, wait, what? But then there was one or two that were just kind of around. So they capture him. He tells the whole story, and he's crying, and he's like, I don't want to be this guy. I'm a good guy. I'm they a capture scientist. a scientist kid. Yeah. Now they're like, oh, we get it. So where 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 is it at? So he tells them. So then Polly goes and presents. He's like she pretend. She goes to the place pretending she's like a blind masseuse. She's a blind masseuse. You're like, wait, <laughs> uh, um, can this get even weirder? Or no, the answer is no. Unless she was carrying a monkey, like that monkey from the uh, from Indiana Jones, the one that died from the poison date. Yeah, if yeah. He yeah. would have been on her shoulder. Slightly weirder. That's a <laughs> slightly weirder. Yeah, right. So she goes in and he's like, I'm the blind masseuse. And they're like, we didn't order one, but whatever, you're here. So the guy just gets him and is like, massage me. So she's doing that. And first she, she grabs him and he goes, ah, not so hard. Like he, she grabs like the guy and like yeah. wrenches down on him. But then they're like, oh, boss, they the cops hit our other warehouse because they show this pointless montage of cops running around and the guy's like, Mah. and then and they're like, oh, well, let's just go kill that lady now. <laughs> so she's like, okay. But then the one dopier henchman goes, oh, I, well, boss, you got yours. I'm going to get my massage. And he's like, ah, you're you're an idiot. And then he's like, okay, well, I'm going anyway. So then she breaks his neck. And she, I, they didn't really show any deaths. This wasn't like No, a, it wasn't gory or anything. This like wasn't that. a kill crazy kung fu movie, no. which I kind of like. Yeah, uh, but you it's know, a comedy. I, I, it, it was. This was just a straight up like kind of Kung comedy, comedy, com- whatever. Yeah. yeah. So she then she then they're like she just comes flying out of nowhere like yeah <laughs> like she changes <laughs> and just starts whipping people and they're like oh wait you're not a blind masseuse at all you're that lady that beats up everyone all yeah, the time yeah everybody so, in Taiwan so they start going and then all of a sudden the the other four lovely gals come traipsing out and this cracked me up I don't know if you noticed this or not. Did you see during this elaborate fight scene? Because this is kind of like the end scene, you know, fights happening. The the head bad guys directing all the the his cronies at these girl, girls to try and get away. He has the mother in tow. She's the only one. She, everyone else is wearing stripper boots. Not her. No, she's. Oh, her, you're right. She had the stripper boots with flat bottoms because she got like, kick. Like, she she had to kick and she, she wasn't gonna fight. She's like, I'm not turning an ankle for this dumbass movie. Yeah, right, du- yeah. uh, like, she can do it <laughs> with high heels. She probably could have actually, but there's no reason. The, not yeah. don't hurt your one asset of this yeah, movie. Right, yeah. So she was the only one. Like they looked the same, but when you looked at the the heels. There are no heels on that. She was running around kicking people. Good for her. Yeah, good for her is right. So they, they finally they get to like Miss Evil. Yeah. You know, and then they corner her, and she's like, "Well, you know, uh, you know, give me, you know, give me. She, I've got his mother here. They saved him. They end up saving the mother. But she runs off and becomes invisible. But she runs off. And she says, if you come and get me, I've, I've got a belt of dynamite. Yeah, no, no, no. She runs away and becomes invisible. Then they chase her down. Then they, they make. He has like this. The scientist now has a ray to, to reverse the process. Yeah. And they un- and she's cornered in this bank vault. And she's like, ha ha, suicide bomber. Yeah. Bam, out of nowhere, belt right, of dynamite. Suicide bomber, yeah. yeah. So then you're like, wait, what? And then, so then she... She turns invisible. This part is crazy because she's, now, now she's visible. crazy. Now she's, and she's like, don't follow me. And they're like, okay, we won't, wink. And then she runs, and she runs to the beach. Waiting and then, for a ship or waiting something. Waiting for a boat. And then they're like, oh, wait. And then they throw like this boomerang thing and grab the radium or the moon rock or the whatever, moon the moon rock, rock yeah. and pull it away and she's like, oh no. And she falls. <laughs> and then everything. 
dead. And she blows up, and you see, like, her wig go up in the air. <laughs> it was like, this is the worst I've ever seen. Like, right now, with what I have in this studio, we could recreate that better oh. right now, in the yard, and be like, more we did But we didn't, did we? But they did. <laughs> Good point. I'm a lazy guy. <laughs> they did it. They, they in had, 1976. It, it is, like, the most hilarious, like... Ah, uh, whatever. So, and then they show like a little hand with a little bit of blood, like just yeah, slightly moving like, it, uh, as he dies. And then, and then the guy's like, "Well, huh?" And then, flash forward, these saucy gals come up. Oh, uncle! And they're like hugging and kissing on him, and and then they're like, "We'll be back next year for more adventures. We're going to school now." And you're like, "Wait, are they supposed to be schoolgirl? What is this?" And then like, <laughs> and they're all dressed really uh, fabulously for the. They're very yeah, you know, yeah well dressed. Yeah, yeah. And then they left, and the end, man. I'm like, what? I, I, I can't even. Gi- I won't even give this movie a rating because this is. You have to see this to believe. There is it. more huhs per square inch than any other movie. You I have think. to see this to believe it. It's on YouTube. I'm. Oh my god! I was originally gonna give this a zero. Um, you can't. Can't do that. You can't. She's a good martial artist. The, the, the main girl is a very good martial artist. I'm, I, I don't care. In any arena, I would put her up as like, yeah, you know if. If her and Cheng Pei Pei would have done a, a a girl revenge thing, would have been glorious. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna get rated enjoyable, an ooh. enjoyable mess. See now this one hurt me. I, I <laughs> this it hurt, hurt you, but you're laughing. And you well, I'm laughing now, but this is this hurt, man. This is a rough movie to get through. <laughs> I, I I was gonna say three or four. I'll go with a four. I uh, you know I'm, I I know that sounds low. It, it was a strange movie. There was no. I, I contend it wasn't a movie, but it was a thing. It was a thing. So <laughs> it was enjoyable. All right, that's it for this week. My name's Mal with me as always. We'll see you next week for more Kung Fu shenanigans. Pour it on, Morris. Give it everything she's got.